Welcome to Taking Action. The podcast focused on optimizing performance through simple actions. Hosted by Louis, a high performance coach for athletes. And Christy, a mindset and confidence coach. Guys, and welcome back. Today we are talking fixed and growth mindset. What it is, where we see it, how we can build it, things to look for, language to listen to, uh, and everything in between. So to kick us off, Christy, can you define a fixed mindset and a growth mindset? Yeah, so it's not, I guess there's not like an overarching um, definition. I would say it's more kind of a set of traits. And that's helped me kind of identify or support people to identify where they're at on that continuum. Um, So I would say like a fixed mindset is very much a belief that you are born with certain ability, skill acquisition, you know, it doesn't, it's something you have or you don't have, talent you have or you don't have, you know, you can... have knowledge and that and that be the kind of top end of it um skill acquisition and and believing that hard work pays off doesn't really set, sit with fixed mindset whereas with growth mindset it's more about believing that if you put the effort in you can get the results being more open to learning a different way of doing things potentially um learning from others rather than opposing that potentially people have better luck or better opportunity than you um and growth mindset's more about kind of seeing opportunity whereas fixed mindset's more about seeing obstacles i would say cool so if i was to summarize that from what you said there in in a kind of sentence for each Mm -hmm. i would say that a fixed mindset is those that almost have the victim mentality they are who they are nothing's going to change it whereas a growth mindset is somebody who um accepts that we can grow and whatever we like we can change who we are through hard work and effort talent helps genetics help but what really matters is effort yeah is that fair yeah i would say so i think the the victim statement's quite that makes me feel prickly but I, I see what you're saying like i think to be in in a fixed mindset some people don't have the awareness they're in a fixed mindset so when you then kind of say like you're in a in a kind of victim headspace, then that, that can be quite hard to hear. Um, but it could be that you know you have you've had these beliefs for for a while; they've been instilled in you, um, and hearing that that way of thinking isn't helpful can be quite alarming to some people. Whereas people in a more natural growth mindset might potentially have growth mindsets in certain areas but not in others and that's something really Mm -hmm. important to know is that if you have a growth mindset in one area you might have a fixed mindset in another and the same if you have a fixed mindset in one area of your life you might have a growth mindset in another so it's not a case of you are one or the other in all Mm -hmm. areas of your life it's a case of where can you develop your mindset in particular areas, say for work, if you've got a fixed mindset, you might suffer from imposter syndrome, you might lack confidence, um, you might want career progression, but feel that, you know, you're, you're not ready for it or um, other people will get it because of their luck. Um, or it could be um, you have a growth mindset in particular when it comes to, I don't know, training and you're open and receptive to learning from different people. You see other people as inspiration rather than as competition. You believe that, yes, talent has, 
plays a part but actually you can put the work in and, and it pay off um so it's not a case of you know you're one or the other but there are particular traits of each to be to be mindful of in depending on which environments you're in okay that's fair so i i guess to to dig into the to the victim mindset we're talking about there for me when somebody feels sorry for themselves and they have this like woe is me and they're hard done by like that to me epitomizes a fixed mindset and yet like completely agree you can have a growth mindset in one aspect of your life and you can be fixed in another and I think what this all boils down to is, is awareness, right? It's that having that self-awareness to know, firstly, that fixed and growth mindset exists, know the traits of both or some of the traits of both, and then having that self-awareness when this victim mindset, this, this fixed mindset arises when you're doing something to catch it, recognize it, and then look to make a change. Hmm. Yeah. And I think also the dynamics, you know, I think about my personal journey and how I've evolved in terms of mindset. So for instance, I'll give an example. Um, I shared this on my Instagram story this week, but I had supervision with my supervisor who um, at university, I'm doing my master's and historically taking feedback for me has been quite an uncomfortable um, situation. I always want to do my best. It's not a case of me feeling like I don't have more to offer, but hearing feedback can feel really critical, really personal and a way of kind of shifting out of it, feeling like a personal attack on what I've done wrong or what I failed at. I've put my growth mindset to the test and said, right, how can I learn from what they're telling me? What they're telling me is only going to develop my writing. It's going to develop my thesis. It's They're not doing it to make me feel bad it's their role my role as a student is to take that on and so going from feeling fixed about you know this is them telling me I'm bad I've not tried hard enough I've not done good enough other people are better at this um I haven't got the academic skill required to be able to write like they're expecting I put all of that to one side and that's a really important thing to think is that you have control over this you can choose to put those beliefs and those that style of thinking to one side if you have the awareness like you say then implementing the growth mindset and saying right let's try this look at looking at this differently and the result it was incredible I felt so much more confident I took on the feedback I've developed my writing as a result my relationship with my supervisors intact I didn't come away crying or feeling like I can't do this it was all an inspiring scenario where I know that if I continue to put the work in and continue to use the resources around me I will continue to get better okay what about when you're receiving feedback and you feel like it's wrong. So you're getting critical feedback and you're like, mm, I know better, that's that's not right. It, it could be in your master's, it could be in coaching, whatever. How would you take that? Again, so a fixed mindset would say, I think that's wrong and you can't tell me otherwise. You shut down, you stop listening, you stop looking for an alternative opinion or resource or what this other person is potentially saying to you. You that's it. That's the end of story. Growth mindset is, okay, you're telling me this. I disagree with that. However, let me try and understand from your point of view or give you an opportunity to inform me as to why that is. And then let me offer my 
opinion or argument and discuss it rather than shut down, shut off, I'm right, you're wrong. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's huge. And it's given me so many flashbacks of, of military days. <laughs> but I guess I guess from two fixed mindsets clashing together, one being right, the other one feeling like they're right, and ultimately getting nowhere. Um, contextualising it within one uh, uh, a particular institution that is very hierarchical, isn't it? And mm-hmm. there's, yeah, people at different levels will have different influence just on hierarchy. But thinking about the environment that particularly, particularly fixed and growth mindsets kind of show up more is in that interaction with someone who is either your kind of parent role, authority role, um, coaching role. And when give like when I've given feedback to clients um, in my life coaching role, Sometimes it has been a case of, but I've tried that and it hasn't worked. And it's like, okay, well, what what didn't work? Why didn't it work? Where were you at that point? Let's explore that a bit more rather than you shut down on me and tell me, no, it cannot be done. Yeah. Because it's so important to contextualize when we're in different environments because there are different things at play that might have an impact over mindsets and how we communicate. So what is the first step then to creating this awareness to one to because the way what, what's going through my head now is if you have that fixed mindset and you're trying to argue a point, you're right, they're wrong. How what do we do to to develop that awareness? How do we gain this understanding so that when we're in that moment, we can stop and think and then ask the right questions or or respond? Um, appropriately? Well, I guess from a coaching perspective, supporting people to reflect their positioning. So asking them to think about the language they're using. Mm. You know, when you're in a fixed mindset, it can be very fixed language. Like you've just said, I'm right, you're wrong. It can't be changed. I've tried that. That didn't work for me. Um, What's the point? those types of sentences, that type of talk tend to kind of be more prevalent. Mm. And also your behavior, you know, old patterns don't create change. Old patterns don't create opportunity. And if you are doing things the way you've always done, you're going to get the same results. So that combating, uh, not combating, that combined with that mindset is only going to drill into the same outcomes, isn't it? Yeah. So being aware of your language, but also your behavior, I guess. Uh, so if you think back to where like, last summer, um, when I was coaching last summer, and there would be a, there'd be three questions I'd send you for a, for a weekly review. Mm-hmm. Thinking about it now, I feel like that could almost become a really good daily checklist. Like, list your wins, name, name three things that went, that went great today. Name or list three things that that didn't quite go to plan or you struggled with or you failed at or just didn't go as expected. And then three things that you'd continue doing. Mm. Um, Because that could become a really good daily practice, right? To solidify this reflection and and this this mindset process. Yeah, because obviously when you're in your own head all the time, you you get used to that way of, of acting, that way of thinking and having an objective um opportunity to discuss either whether that's through a coaching form whether that's through journaling whether that's through talking with friends and family you know i just want to just want to talk this out like is there a way of 
me thinking differently about it but it's it's making sure that you have the, the volition to want to do that mm. you know being being in a fixed mindset can become such a an ingrained pattern that actually you you can't even see that things might want be be okay to change or you would want to change but if you're in that point where things aren't going your way so if things are getting a bit stale if you know you're getting to a point in your training or at work where you're not progressing and you're getting frustrated and it's becoming everybody else's fault and the world's against you that's when you've got to go right how can how can mindset have an impact here and then bring in that objectivity like you're saying asking those questions reflecting on that in a journal talking to others about it in that way yeah so what you said there just highlighted what a victim mindset is to me mm-hmm. so when when things aren't going your way all, all that side of it and this is that that is the the trigger i use for myself because i, I can't stand um, the victim mentality like it's something that really bugs me really grates on me and i use it for myself if i'm as soon as i fall into that victim mindset i can hear the language i'm saying to myself and straight away like because it bugs me so much that then becomes a trigger for me to snap out of it um but you I, know there's another way yeah so that's really important to notice when you're ha- evaluating that sorry that's my dog barking evaluating that mindset is knowing that there is an alternative now for years before i was coached being coached by you for years i it was like i was always told how hard on myself i was how negative i was and it wasn't a case of i felt like anybody was more deserving or i felt like i didn't have the ability i was just constantly not giving myself the positive feedback and like you said there about recognizing the language you're giving yourself but then also knowing you can choose differently you can choose a different language you can choose a different mindset and it will change day to day as well because there are times particularly for us females maybe times of the month or if you've got other levels of stress in your life you might be less able to get out of that mindset situation you might be feeling more drained more stressed and it might just feel like a little bit more hard work to get out of and that's where coaching can play a massive role and I know you've helped me here is sometimes when you're in that self-pity party and you don't feel like you can drag yourself out it just takes somebody to kind of go but what went well Mm. what else can you take away from this okay you can be hard on yourself but actually let's contextualize this what other opportunities have come from this yeah how much impact does society have on our self-talk oh huge so society is how we when we come into the world like we are a blank canvas right so or or some people believe there's lots of different beliefs (laughs) out there but you know we're a blank canvas and how we're brought up where we spend our time all of our belief systems are imprinted on us and our personal experiences you know let's take food for instance we're told or i was told if you don't eat all your dinner you won't get dessert you know things like that and it just becomes deeply ingrained and I grew up in a particularly sporty family, quite competitive. um, And that's kind of transgressed to all of my life, whether that's in my career, it's in my personal life. I'm always striving for more. So society has a massive impact on our mindset and how we interact with society also then kind of either magnifies that or, or makes us question it. And I guess coming back to the awareness part is, 
when you are talking about your personal goals and your personal journey, growth and fixed mindset is, am I, am I doing this for me? What, what is it I want out of this versus this is what's expected of me and what I need to do to feel validated or feel worthy, I guess. Mm. Okay. So let's say somebody, um, has been raised in quite a, a fixed mindset household. So like we're talking about there, like the way, the way we're raised has a huge impact on the way we think. Mm. Let's say we get to a stage now where we can recognize there's another way. However, your environment, your, your surroundings aren't open to that change yet, but you want to change. How, how do we have these conversations? Like how, do we, how do we start to develop ourselves without getting dragged down by everyone else around us? By using it as as an awareness tool, um, by recognizing that actually your environment might be having an impact, yes, but you can choose to respond differently. You cannot control your environment all of the time, but how you choose to respond actually can be really empowering. And through demonstrating an alternative response actually helps people's awareness and educate others about potentially where they're at if people see your change in behavior initially it might be what why are you why are you acting like that stop it like get back onto what feels safe for me and like drag mm. you back but actually once you show kind of consistency in that behavior and the improvements that you get along with that whether that be in mood whether that be in performance whatever people then start to go hang on a minute something's changed here and it's not something that I'm doing so how how has that happened and whether it's derived from a competitive state or whether it's derived from a a caring state the awareness starts to build Mm -hmm. and that's how you can have an impact but also it depends how confident you feel in these relationships in your social environment like if you feel able to have these conversations with people and demonstrate how you feel and what you've learned yourself that can open up a dialogue for others um and being mindful of actually when you feel that you've got it down down, and then you want to go and tell other people, that's slightly fixed. Mm. Because telling people how to manage their mindset by how you manage your mindset is almost a belief of, well, I'm right and you're wrong. Yeah, so that's cool. That, that constant nurturing of wanting to learn and being curious. Yeah. So let's say now that, that somebody's made this change, they're starting to feel better about themselves. People around them have noticed this change, mm. uh, this change. It's quite common now in this situation that you'll either get support and someone likely with a growth mindset will be fully backing you, fully supporting you. But then equally, you could have some very close friends or family that now feel threatened by this new you. Like, is there, is there something we can do in this scenario that that's helpful? whether it's a conversation, whether it's an action we take, like how do we, what do we do? So it's very, very delicate, isn't it? And it depends on your level of uh, interpersonal skills, I guess, if you feel confident to have those kind of conversations, but recognize your role in that and what that might potentially bring up for another person. And I always say, you've got to meet people where they're at. Mm. You know, it's very easy for us to sit on our high horse and go, well, I've managed to develop a growth mindset in this area. However, this person's clearly really struggling. I'm going to go and tell them that they're struggling. You know, that that can feel quite an attack and, and you can understand why relationships might struggle as a result of that. 
I think if you're feeling confident and you feel like you have something to share, it's about supporting people in their personal journeys. So giving them examples of where they potentially could try things differently through your experience um, and nurturing them to confide in you and if they have any questions to ask you, but recognize that you cannot override how a person feels. You know, a person's feeling is very subjective and it's it, it, you own that, you know, as that person, you own that feeling. No one can tell you how to feel. So, you know, as an outside observer, it's it's important to contextualize that, that you might be seeing things objectively, but subjectively for that person, it might be very, very different. So meeting somebody where they're at, offering advice and support through conversation and dialogue, absolutely. But being aware of the language you're using and not coming across as again with that fixed mindset of i'm right you're wrong mm-hmm. um and, and sharing your journey is so powerful okay so to, to take this down to the actionable steps things that people can take away that people can do um so now hopefully people are aware of the kind of self-talk they have and that self-awareness and they'll notice at times when they're when they have this more fixed mindset and they'll also notice times when they're having this growth mindset so some actionable takeaways um journaling like we said earlier yeah so listing your wins listing your struggles listing things that you'd like to change three good questions i guess for as a as a real simple five minute daily journal um what else what else would you add to the to the table there I think for, for for women particularly, and even men, I guess, I mean, men don't have their own cycle, but if you've got women in your household and you're a woman, track your cycle because different times of the month, those hormone changes influence our mood. You know, there's no two ways about it. And if you are going through that hormone shift and you're feeling more self-deprecating, you're feeling more um, low in mood, it's likely that your mindset will become slightly more fixed around things that you're probably working towards or you've set goals around whether that's diet whether that's exercise whether that's work so track your cycle journaling yes absolutely I think also going into converse being more conscious about where you're going into conversations so if you're going into meetings if you're going into things where you're going to get feedback if you're going into a coaching session if you're going into the gym Consciously say to yourself, what would a person who's got a growth mindset be doing in this moment? What would someone with a growth mindset be asking in this moment? How would someone with a growth mindset be um, responding in this moment? And and feel internally what's going on for you. Often, if you're having a fixed mindset, your response is going to be very hot, tense. You're going to feel that feeling of conflict inside you, almost defensiveness, you're going to want to go into that attack mode. Whereas in a growth mindset, you shift from that response to something slightly more curious, potentially a little bit of anxiety, but more kind of anticipation. You're going to want to ask questions. You're going to be saying to yourself, what can I learn from this? Not shut down and shut off. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, What about the problem and solution? So what I found is often people with a fixed mindset will will raise a problem yeah. and just stop there. Like I've got a problem and then just vomit the problem out there and then just wait for someone else to, to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Whereas somebody with a more growth mindset would identify a, a problem and then try to create a solution right or wrong. 
They're trying to take action. They're trying to do something to help with this problem. Another strategy you say that's useful. So anytime you come up with a problem, try to think of your own solution and then yeah. potentially seek help with that solution. And it's, again, it's about where you're at on your personal journey, particularly when it's coming to, to something around change. Like if you're hitting a plateau and you're starting to gain awareness into actually potentially it's me that needs to change, that's when that kind of solution-focused thinking is really helpful because it's going, okay, I'm the problem. And sometimes people get stuck in feeling like the problem and that's it, game over, because that's where the fixed mindset goes, yep, you're the problem, nothing can be done. And you all have have you all have had people who've been like this. I'm uncoachable. I can't be coached. I'm really hard work to coach, and it's challenging, isn't it? Because you know there's different avenues to go down with these people, but you've got to be open. So if you're recognizing that you're the problem, then you need to kind of go, okay. So what are the potential solutions? That's really important. But being having the kind of solution focused style of thinking can be really hard because there's lots of different solutions for all sorts of problems so you don't want to be going through life completely looking at things going and and doubting yourself in different areas but like you say recognizing if you are getting stuck in that problem to go what's another way to look at this yeah but if because from personal experience if someone presents a problem without an attempt at a solution Mm. Um, so, if, so let's go back to the middle days because it's, it's really easy to use um, as a leader um, of a small team you need everyone to be forward thinking so if someone comes to you with a problem which is um, where there's a relatively straightforward solution for it if, if I'm just constantly providing them with the answers and they're not doing anything in themselves they're, then they're, I'm going to become a crutch because they're going to constantly need me anytime they have a problem so that's why I feel like having having the ability to to come up with your own solutions and right or wrong is going to help like transfer into multiple areas in your life um fear of failure is a massive part of that isn't it and that's something that you know we can we can look into um and i cover that in my in my mindset workshop that i offer is that often when people are coming with a problem but not a solution it's because they're worried about that solution not working or fear of failure or being embarrassed as a result and our roles as a coach is to nurture that a, a growth mindset is about not being attached to an outcome learning through trying reflecting on situations and what you've learned from that and how you can then upskill yourself as a result from that learning so yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, it's so important for people to generate their own solutions and take action on those and try those. Um, but don't let fear of failure kind of override and overpower you so that you don't even try. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so so next steps for people, resources to check out, uh, Carol Dweck's book, Mindset, me and you are both a fan of. She also has a, a, an online quiz you can do to see where you fall on a continuum. And then also yourself, Christy, um, you have your... Yeah, so I'm, I'm offering mindset workshops. Um, they cover two days, um, two one-hour sessions, um, and you know it's it's open to everybody and it's just an opportunity for people to 
learn more about where you're at and then strategies like we've just covered there a little bit around how you can become more in a growth mindset and recognize how that transpires over to goal setting and achieving your goals cool and then yeah finally so for my own one-to-one coaching mental performance plays a a huge part in that um and that's something i cover so plenty of stuff out there um as always get in touch if you have any questions or anything else you'd like us to cover that's it from me christy you good thank you awesome see you later guys thank you for listening for more content follow us on instagram at lp performance coach and at coaching with christy